today we're actually going to talk about uh, the Baltimore Orioles. And so the first thing we're going to go into, sorry Baltimore fans, we're going to talk about one of the worst, one of the worst mm-hmm. trades of all time. Um, so this trade involves a, a really good home run hitting first baseman Glenn Davis going from the Houston Astros to the Baltimore Orioles for Steve Finley, Pete Harnish, and Kurt Schilling. Do you want to talk about that, Scott? Yeah. So, you know, we're chatting earlier, just kind of prepping. And it's it's still shocking to me in 2015 we're in now that this trade does not get talked about more than, you know, it's generally seemingly known about it. And one of the reasons why it's so shocking to me that's not really talked about more is because of all, you know, the future all-stars and beyond that went you know, to Houston, and also because one of those future All-Stars and maybe future Hall of Famer at some point was Kurt Schilling. And, uh, you know, but that's that's probably a different topic for some other thing, but it, it's it's interesting that, you know, it's, it's not talked about a lot more. So I do remember Glenn Davis being the big power hitter in, in the Astrodome, which meant something then, and there was that concern that he won't re-sign as a free agent. The Astros didn't want to pay him. So, you know, they uh, pulled the trigger on that on that trade. And as it turned out, the Orioles gave up a lot more than I'm sure that, you know, they, they thought they had. I do remember of those three, Pete Harnish kind of having the first breakout season. I believe he made an all-star game, the first of those three, with Houston. And unfortunately, he's someone who had his career cut short by clinical depression, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, you know, you have Steve Finley, who's part of another big trade with Ken Caminiti and Padres. You know, he ended up having a great career, gold glove center fielder, too. And then Kurt Schilling, who, you know, with his final season with the Astros, was kind of like a, a, a relief pitcher, but he had a really solid ERA. And... You know, before the Phillies made that run in 93, you know, he was, you know, they traded for him. It's, we talked about the Bill Swift deal before mm-hmm. in, in a side conversation in the podcast. And I think the uh, GM for the Phillies probably saw starter potential in Kurt Schilling, even though he was a kind of long reliever with that great ERA. And they made the trade, geez, was it Jason Grimsley maybe? They gave to Houston for him, but it, it was a ripoff. And yeah. So even though, you know, Steve Philly and Schilling made their names elsewhere, still, you know, Baltimore gave up a lot of talent there. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I remember Glenn Davis was one of, like, the supreme home run hitters in the yeah. league. Yeah. And the funny thing is, back then, the Astrodome was one of the harder places to hit home runs. Yeah. So the anticipation from the Orioles side was that this guy's going to hit, like, 40 home runs in the American League, yep. you know? Yep. And then, uh, you know, they give up, uh, I think of the three, probably the guy that maybe they cared about a lot more was maybe Pete Harnish. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Steve Finley was not, like, he was like a 250 hitter, mm-hmm. almost like a fourth outfielder type of a player. Yep. And the only reason he played with them in the 90s because their team was so horrible. You yeah, know? yeah. And so he goes to Houston, and he has really great years and then he ends up being an all-star like I guess in San Diego as you mentioned mm-hmm. with other teams and even an MVP candidate in like 2004 that's right that's right and he ends up hitting 304 home runs in his career mm. as opposed to 
Glenn Davis, he only hit 190, and he's a power hitter. But, of course, right. you know, Glenn Davis's career ended shortly because of injury. And right. What was interesting about that trade is that, uh, just kind of looking it up, uh, Glenn Davis, you know, he had a one-year contract, and mm-hmm. then his contract was up. Mm-hmm. And the Orioles signed him for a few more years after yeah. that. Yeah, and then just just had to release him in '93 because his career, his injury was just too great. Having an insult to injury yeah. after the trade, and, exactly. and then he loses all the money from that. Yeah, and I remember Pete Harnish too. I mean, he was an All Star, like you said, that mm-hmm. first year with Houston, he mm-hmm. became an All Star, and then he had some really good years after that with mm-hmm. like Houston. I think he won 16 games, and I didn't know about the clinical depression. That's mm-hmm. kind of sad. Yeah, um, but uh, but he was a good pitcher. I mean, the guy. You know, this was a at all. Uh, this was a terrible trade for the Orioles. Yeah. Had they stayed, you know, maybe the Orioles would have won sooner, or they would have, you know, done something better. Yeah, can you imagine if you know they had Kurt Schilling and Pete Harnish and Steve Finley for yeah. you know a few years down the line, and you know the you mentioned Steve Finley, you know, kind of, you know, his career kind of you know, building up to this, like, superstar level, all-star, solid, solid yeah. player, great defensive center fielder with, like, San Diego mm-hmm. and, and beyond. Um, he had some down years with the Angels, a yeah. big deal. But, uh, you know, we mentioned, like, you know, Glenn Davis hitting a lot of home runs in a difficult, um, you, know, you know, at the Astrodome. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, for a long time, and... I don't know. It's it's, it's interesting because it's almost like there, I, there probably are formulas for this. But let's, let's say you know, make it easy. Hit twenty home runs in a pitcher friendly ballpark. Like how many more can you add going to like a hitter friendly ballpark to that number? So, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, imagine like having if you let's say like in a perfect world, yeah, you have Schilling and Pete Harnish at some point the number yeah. one starters on their respective teams, right? With a all-star who ended up hitting 300 home runs yeah. for a guy who ended up not having good productive. So it's kind of interesting. And yeah. uh, Orioles, you know, are one of the teams that I kind of like the Orioles. I don't know mm. why. Like, those are, well, I know why. They have the same colors as the Giants. There you go. But also, huh. I'm, I always root for that. You know, they're, it's mm. a tough city and, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, they deserve to get better. And, yeah. yeah. So it's been a long time since they've been in the World Series and you know the last time they were in is when they won against the Phillies. I think it was in 84, 83, 82, 82 maybe, 83. It was early on in Cal Ripken's career mm-hmm. and I think it was his second full season. I think he won MVP, but I'm also a big Buck Showalter fan by the way and it's like wherever he goes that team turns around, does well. He did it with the Yankees and Arizona, and here he is again. And with then he the, gets fired. Yeah, inevitably. And then they win the World Series a year after he gets fired. Yeah, like teams he's he's put together, or maybe changed the mindset, or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's interesting how that works with some some managers. Uh, in the year um, two thousand seven of our Lord, <laughs> had this pitcher who. Uh, Went th- thirteen and five, uh, and got like some votes to be a Cy Young and Eric Bedard, and they mm-hmm. traded him and a lefty. He's yeah. a lefty, right? He is. He is. And um, which is like a real for some reason, it's, lefties are very coveted. It's because a lot of good hitters are lefties or something. Right. For right. me, for my money, just give me an awesome any hand. You know? Yeah. 
Also, like a smaller percentage of the population is left-handed, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I don't know if it matters a whole lot. So they traded um, Eric Bedard for Adam Jones, Chris Tillman, George Sherrill, and Karn Mickles. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Eric Bedard is someone who was kind of crucified in, you know, in Baltimore, Cam I think. Micolio. Sorry, it was uh, Cam Micolio. Yeah, you know, we can't forget yeah. uh, Micolio. The biggest old, piece of that trade. Yeah, old man Micolio's kid. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, one of the things with uh, Eric Bedard is he didn't want to, you know, pitch complete games and just all this stuff. It's like, come on, man, you're playing in the major leagues. Just kind of mm-hmm. do it and be a team player. But, you know, talk about selling high, right? I mean, yeah. that's like the the ultimate when it comes to, well, this is just so lopsided because taking other factors in, since that trade, Eric Bedard's career has gone nowhere but downhill. Mm-hmm. And I mean big time. And, you know, you mentioned Adam Jones, been the centerpiece of that. He's been a multiple all-star and gold glove winner. He was, mm-hmm. you know, the part of this recent, you know, playoff run from last season. MVP candidate. An MVP candidate, too. And uh, no relation to Adam Pacman Jones, by the uh-huh. way, the former defensive back in the NFL. But so he, he's been their, like, best player the last five, six years. And... You know, George Sherrill is no longer around with the Orioles, but he did make an all-star um, appearance as a relief pitcher with them and with trade to the Dodgers later on. And um, and the other, the, one of the other guys, not old man so-and-so's name, but he has had some good... Chris Tillman, Tillman, right? Yeah. Chris Tillman has been a really solid starting pitcher. And, you know, old man... His name, right? Cool. He's, you know, kind of like, you know, he's hanging out with Glenn Davis somewhere, so. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is a great trade. Uh, Eric Bedard is a lefty that everybody gives a chance to. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think he even played last year with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just jumping around his career, as you mentioned, has been going up and down. Adam Jones is like, you know, perennial all-star, gold glove, MVP mm-hmm. candy, year in and out. And really the... I think right now he might be their best player. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, All around, too. I mean, defensive yeah. and offensive, yeah. And Tillman is still a young guy. He's 26 years old, and he's already had two solid years. He won 16 mm-hmm. games in mm-hmm. 2013. He won 13 last year. Mm-hmm. Consistently pitches over 200 innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, was an all-star one of the years. So, I mean, this is basically a big star. And you guys get to keep him, Oriole fans, in <laughs> 2018. There you go. So. One thing I like to do, Amir, when like looking at trades, is like take the the centerpiece, which in you know this case was Eric Bedard, and you maybe look at the prospects and just take the best of the group of prospects. So mm-hmm. probably Adam Jones, right? Mm-hmm. So you know straight up, and you do a straight up uh, Adam Jones for Bedard, no way. Mm-hmm. Like if you move down that that line yeah. a little bit, and what about you know? Uh, Tillman for a Bedard. No. That's still no way. And you end up getting both of those, you know, plus Cheryl and, and the other gentleman that, you know, was so important. Old man Nicole, <laughs> There you go. So, um, it's, 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 it just shows even more so how lopsided of, of a deal that was. Let it makes up for the Glenn Davis de- yeah. deal. Yeah. Let me ask you, <laughs> would you trade Bedard for George Cheryl? I would say yes, only because I think and you know, right I'm, now. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I, I, 
my kind of tiebreaker is okay, who's making the you know less money, or who has like the more team friendly contract? And mm-hmm. you know, even even though Cheryl is out of baseball, I think, or is he still around? I know no, he's, I think kind he's of, out. Yeah. He's been out, and you know, he kind of fizzled out after the Dodgers, you know, and all that, but. Yeah, but Dart's still around. Technically, if you really need someone somewhat halfway, you know, uh, serviceable, if you're desperate or something, yeah, I, I would take Eric Bedard over over Barry Zito. <laughs> so that's my answer. Really? What about that? The two great games in the playoffs that he pitched. Yeah, I know. I, it's it's hard not to think that you know those <laughs> millions of reasons why the Giants could p- pursue a bigger kind of free agent or someone more. I don't know. It's just yeah. <laughs> you would think with 126 million, you can pay yeah. someone to buy that actual trophy. There you go. There oh, you but. Go. There's our bitterness. We, yeah. we're, this is a this is why people hate Giants fans because yeah. we just won three of the last five World Series yeah. and we're still like picky on like yeah. Anyways. Why not five of the last five? Yeah. You know? What the hell? Yeah. Stupid management. <laughs> yep. All right, but uh, yeah, but yeah, no, that was a great trade for the Orioles and um. Yeah, it, um, it makes up for that awful deal from way back when. Yeah, so, yeah. and uh, hopefully, you know, I, I'm I'm rooting for them next year. I hope they get in the playoffs and do well, even though you know, budget wise, they're not really doing too well. I would think that Tampa Bay would fall off a bit, and Boston would kind of go upwards a bit, and. You know, you, you can't underestimate Heath Henry and, and Escobar with the Red Sox now. So, <laughs> the power of the Giants and Pablo Sandoval too. So, yeah. All yeah, right. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening.